Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this Friday, May 26th edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today, we will be reading from the following main articles. Broomfield City Council member Todd Cohen to potentially face recall election. First Bank Center to close doors after Broomfield City Council votes to terminate operations contract. A man accused of kidnapping a son in Boulder County fleeing to Broomfield. Broomfield High School's bid fond farewell to the class of 2023. And after 23 years, Broomfield High Principal Ramsey still loves her job and her school's hometown feeling. Summer fun in Broomfield, concerts and performances, festivals and fun, mark your calendars. Broomfield Photo Club, cell phone photos through the lens of locals. And post-pandemic Broomfield nonprofits balancing growth and increasing need. These and other articles. Broomfield City Council member Todd Cohen to potentially face recall election. Broomfield City Council member Todd Cohen, one of two representatives for Ward 5, may face a recall election this November. In order to have the recall election, the recall petition needed 1,083 signatures from Ward 5 residents and the petition garnered 1,356 signatures, of which 1,246 were accepted. A protest hearing against the recall petition is scheduled for 9 a.m. Wednesday in the city council chambers. At that time, the hearing officer, Karen Goldman, will review the petitions to recall and the protests of those recall petitions. No more than five days after the hearing, she will determine whether the petition to recall is sufficient or not. If found insufficient, the reasons for the insufficiency will be identified. The group behind the recall has detailed its reasons on its website, recalltoddandheidi.org. The website also focuses on council member Heidi Henkel who also represents Ward 5, but who is not being recalled because she is already up for re-election this fall when her current term ends. Todd Cohen has ignored constituents, acted counter to their interests, supported measures that negatively affect citizens' health and safety, ignored factual information when addressing issues, and approved measures that benefit him, according to the website. Cohen has denied the allegations. These are a group of people who have taken two pages out of the Donald Trump playbook, he said. Cohen said that he believes the group behind the recall is following the former president's footsteps in regards to election denials and lies. One of his first claims listed on the website, and one that Cohen has said is false, is that he and Henkel supported the creation of a homeless encampment next to a high school in Broomfield. 
The claim references a 2021 staff memo the council received proposing possible locations that could be made available to unhoused people instead of camping in open spaces. The memo proposed a variety of solutions, including safe outdoor spaces, which the website refers to as a homeless camp. Although the council ended up not pursuing that solution and instead offered hotel vouchers to the unhoused population of Broomfield, the constituents behind the recall say that's not good enough and believe that Cohen and Henkel ever supporting the homeless camp is enough to warrant a recall. There was no vote on the camp because the staff withdrew the request for a camp and presented an option to use vouchers for hotels instead. That doesn't mean that Todd and Heidi did not support the creation of a homeless camp next to a school, which is the complaint in the recall petition. The group behind the recall declined to answer any questions until after the protest hearing. Cohen's recall petition received nine protests, some of which Henkel believes back up that the recall effort is built on lies. First Bank Center to close doors after Broomfield City Council votes to terminate operations contract. Operations will be discontinued by September 30th. The building will be vacated by late November. The Broomfield City Council voted unanimously Tuesday night to end the management and operations contract with the First Bank Center due to years of underperforming and underutilization. With the termination of the contract, operations at the event center will be discontinued by September 30th and Peak Entertainment, which runs the event center, will vacate the building by November 30th. Originally known as the Broomfield Event Center in 2006, the First Bank Center was intended to house events from minor league hockey and baseball games to concerts and other community events. But since its inception, the event center has underperformed according to the city and county staff. The center was built to host 180 to 190 events per year according to the city and county staff's presentation during Tuesday night's meeting but peaked in 2016 when only 33 events were held. In 2023, the center has only seen 10 events thus far. In addition to underutilization, the event center has proved to be a strain on the local police department and emergency services. Since 2016, there have been 738 medical calls to the event center, First Bank Center is owned by the Broomfield Urban Renewal Authority and was constructed for $45 million, financed by $59.8 million in bonds. The current outstanding balance on the bond is $34.2 million in principal and in total, by the time Burra pays off the event center bond, it will have paid approximately $135 million. Burra signed a contract with Peak Entertainment through 2024, but Council has decided to terminate the contract early. Council previously suggested terminating the contract, demolishing the building, and selling the land, which is likely what will happen. 
Other options were explored from utilization by CU sports teams to conversion to a retail or restaurant hall, but all other options proved financially infeasible. Despite the contract termination, city and county staff seemed optimistic at the meeting about the future of the land. We are feeling very optimistic that we will be able to take that land and do something that will bring us into the future. This according to city manager Jennifer Hoffman. Man accused of kidnapping son in Boulder County fleeing to Broomfield. A man was arrested after reportedly kidnapping his five-year-old son in Boulder County and fleeing to Broomfield. Nicholas Antley, 33, was arrested on suspicion of first-degree kidnapping, second-degree burglary, vehicular eluding, motor vehicle theft, child abuse, reckless endangerment, reckless driving, violation of a protection order, and possession of narcotics, according to jail records. The Boulder County Sheriff's Office said Antley, who did not have parenting rights, forcibly took his son from his Coal Creek Canyon residence at 10.45 a.m. on Tuesday. Antley had already fled the area with the child by the time deputies arrived at the scene, but dispatchers aired a description of his vehicle and law enforcement was able to locate him. Following a short pursuit involving Boulder County Sheriff's Office deputies and Westminster and Broomfield Police, Antley was arrested in Broomfield. The child was not injured and was returned to his family. Antley remains in custody on a $50,000 bond as he awaits a formal filing of charges on Friday. The Boulder County Sheriff's Office, Westminster Police Department, Broomfield Police Department, Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, FBI, and the North Metro Fire Department all responded to the call. Broomfield High School bids fond farewell to Class of 2023. Do you know how hard it is to be a class clown when your entire audience is just a bunch of profile pictures? Preston Bushley lamented May 20th at the First Bank Center. It's almost as hard as taking a test positive COVID without a phone or a cheat sheet right next to you. Broomfield High's graduating class of 2023 first experienced the COVID-19 pandemic as freshmen and as such had plenty to say about the about it on the morning of graduation, including the class speech by Bushley and his friend Derek Duplichin. But even more profound than the impact of the pandemic was the impact of their peers and teachers and the culture of Broomfield High. Being an Eagle means showing up. That means supporting people no matter the conditions, time or place, Bushley said. It also means being yourself, not giving in to what others want you to be while always respecting others and what they want to be. All the speeches were full of congratulations and thanks, particularly to parents and loved ones who helped the graduates make it to the stage. I was told not to give any shout outs in my speech, but I followed a lot of rules to be standing in front of you today. So I don't feel particularly bad about breaking this one, according to Kavya Barthi. My mom was the first person in her family to graduate high school and get an undergraduate degree and master's. She made it through because of her mom, and today I'll make it because of mine. 
Presenting the senior class and presiding over the graduation was Broomfield High School Principal Ginger Ramsey. The kindness that I saw from you on a daily basis made coming to school a pleasure. But I want you to think about some things, she said. I want you to continue to challenge each other and the people around you, ask questions and be willing to listen. I want to personally thank each and every one of you for allowing me to be a part of your life. You are my eagles, she said. It's time to leave the nest and I am convinced you're ready to leave. Please make wise decisions and take care of each other, she concluded. Be smart and be safe. After 23 years, Broomfield High Principal Ramsey still loves her job, schools, and hometown feeling. Ginger, Ginger Ramsey approached her work with compassion, kindness, and a genuine love for what she does. When Ginger Ramsey walks past a group of students playing hacky sack in the hallways, they don't bristle at her approach. They don't all scatter for fear of getting in trouble or cringe as they await punishment. Instead, Ramsey asks them to take it outside, and they do. The kids know that Ramsey doesn't rule Broomfield High School with the iron fist of a dictator. Instead, her approach as principal marries compassion and kindness with a genuine love for her job. And if 23 years of success is anything to go by, her approach works, and it works well. I still, after 23 years, think that we are built as a unique community which cares about its school. Not that other districts and other communities don't care about the school, but Broomfield High School just has a hometown feeling. Ramsey grew up in a small town in West Virginia and is intimately familiar with the feeling of a small town, a feeling that, despite its size, Broomfield manages to maintain. It reminds me of the small town in West Virginia that I grew up in where everyone felt that the school was the center of the community. Ramsey is finishing her 42nd year teaching with Boulder Valley School District, which began at Boulder High School. In her time at Broomfield, she's gained experience and a unique understanding of the dynamics of the community. We have a relationship with the city government and you just don't always see that in other schools, she said. We have an ongoing conversation with the city, and they'll call and ask us for things, and we'll ask them for things, and we just work it out. It's just been that way forever, which is unique. For Ramsey, what's more important than the money the city might give her school is the ways in which relationship with the city government allows for the continued support of Broomfield students. It's not just because of money, but it's the relationships that we've built that we can work together to support our kids. Ramsey believes that it's a combination of those relationships and the school's reputation that makes so many students proud to be a Broomfield Eagle. From seeing young children wearing the school's blue and white colors to community members showing up in blue and white to support the school's state champion football team, that, Ramsey said, is what shows the community's support for her kids. Many of the same community members keep returning to Broomfield High, enrolling their children and grandchildren into the same school they attended. Another thing that's unique about Broomfield is the number of teachers that I have that went to school here that chose to come back and raise their families in this community, she said. That says a big thing to me. 
It shows they enjoyed how they were raised and they want their children to have the same experience. In over two decades at the school, Ramsey has seen Broomfield grow, and although much of the growth has occurred outside of attendance areas, Broomfield High is still growing right along the city. All of the growth we've seen in the last 20 years typically wouldn't be impacting our numbers. We're attracting kids from Legacy and Stanley or Horizon and Northland and even further, and I attribute that to our reputation, and that's a good place to go to school. Broomfield High's reputation is largely as an athletic school, something Ramsey is very proud of, but the school is more than just, just athletes, she explained. I expect my athletes to be good students. She expects excellence from her students on and off the field. In the Eagle Gym, you can find evidence of that excellence in the form of state championship banners. Many schools will hang league or second place banners, but Ramsey said that she only hangs state championship banners and still has an entire wall full of them. And it's state championship banners in winter percussion and cheers and everything we really want to showcase all of our students, she said. It's an entire wall full of that, and that gives me pride. Outside of school, Ramsey spends most of her time with her family. We lost our house in the Marshall Fire, and we had that house for almost 30 years, she said. Now I spend my time with my husband and five grandchildren watching them grow up. Even time spent outside of school is still full of the Broomfield High community, she said. She can never leave the house without running into someone who recognizes her. I feel like I've died and gone to heaven to come in and get to be in this community and work with these kids and families, she said. Summer fun in Broomfield, concerts and performances to festivals and fun. Mark your calendars. Broomfield Symphony's Spotlight on Youth. Every year, the BSO lets youth shine as middle and high school students can compete in its Youth Artist Competition. This year's winners are pianist Radita Mujali and violinist Cameron Olston. Come and hear the sounds of these talented young virtuosos at the Broomfield Auditorium, 3 Community Park Road. Tickets range between $7 and $25. This will be at 730 p.m. on May 25th. For more information, you can go to the broomfieldsymphony.org. Omni Unplugged Sessions, jam to live acoustic music every Thursday night at the Omni. Nosh on classic pub fare and sip on one of the dozens of local beers. Upcoming lineup features Kenny Lee Young, May 25th and June 8th. John Bierman, June 1st. Jordan Lynn, July 6th, all at the Omni Interlochen, 500 Interlochen Boulevard in Broomfield. This event is free and will be at 5 p.m. on Thursdays. Memorial Day Picnic and Celebration. The annual event presented by the Broomfield Veterans Museum returns with a celebration to honor those who have served our country. There will be patriotic events along with food for purchase, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. May 29th at the Broomfield Commons, 13200 Sheridan Boulevard. This event is free, and for more information, you can visit broomfieldveterans.org. La La Palooza Car Show, the La La Palooza Show and Shrine, Shine Cruise, rather, in auto shows 
roll through town for its 15th annual event and will showcase more than 200 cars of all makes and models. There will be food, vendors, mini golf, balloon artists, crafts, carnival games, trivia, music, and more. 10 a.m. May 28th at the Broomfield Plaza, 5015 West 120th Avenue in Broomfield. Colorado Sky serenades Broomfield. This family-friendly chamber opera looks like the reintroduction of wolves to Colorado in a fairy tale following Wolf's Cub Sky, who tries to make friends in his new home. Local composer Ben Morris and Laura Fuentes created the story that features cinematic shadow puppetry, a string quartet, and a cast of three singers. Colorado Sky is 35 minutes and recommended for ages 3 and older. Stick around after the performance for a 30-minute puppet-making workshop. This will be at 6 p.m. June 3rd at the Broomfield Auditorium, 3 Community Park Road. Tickets range between $15 and $25. Live tunes at Old Man grooved to some hits from the 70s to now with hard rock cover band Dirty Side Down at 7 p.m. June 3rd and hear lively covers from the past five decades with this playback Denver at 6 p.m. June 10th at the Old Man Bar, 4381 West 120th Avenue in Broomfield. Live art and dance ensemble performance this Front Range dance group was formed to provide low-income Front Range senior citizens with an opportunity to experience professional dance. The group will look at the invisible things that rule our lives in its latest piece, Time, Place, Space, a musical collaboration with Thunder Boogie, New Dawn String Quartet, and Eric Dill. This will be at 2 p.m. June 4th at the Broomfield Amphitheater tickets are $20. This is Not Who We Are, a film and screening along with a discussion. Boulder-based filmmakers Katrina Miller and Barrett E. Strong created this film that addresses racism and it explores the gap between Boulder's liberal self-image and the experiences of its black residents. A discussion will follow after the film this will be at 6.30 p.m. June 6th at the Broomfield Auditorium, 3 Community Park Road in Broomfield. Boulder Council on the Arts and Humanities Summer Event Series. These Sunday Fests are free community festivals held each year in June, July, and August and brings in interactive activities, face painting, balloon artistry, arts booths, and live music. From 4 to 8 p.m., June 11th, Groove and Motion performs. July 9th, no band has been selected yet. August 13th, Metropolitan Jazz Orchestra at the Bruner Farmhouse, 640 Main Street in Broomfield, and these events are free. Sustainability Film presents Just Eat It, a food waste story. Watch this film by Peg Leg Films that allows filmmakers to dive into issues of food waste from farm to retail to the darkest corners of their refrigerators. They attempt to stop buying groceries and only use discarded food. 
This is a virtual event and it will be at 6.30 p.m. June 15th. You can join virtually via Zoom and you do need to RSVP at broomfield.org forward slash calendar. And the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival will be at the Omni Interlochen on August 26th, 500 Interlochen Boulevard. Tickets range between $70 and $585. Join them and the tickets will include a festival bag with more than 40 premium cigar samples, a cutter, a lighter, a festival glass, and a t-shirt along with drink tickets and more. Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. AINC programming is brought to you in part by the Broomfield Community Foundation. Broomfield's leading partner and voice for philanthropy since 1993.